Welcome back to the Ohio and putting some shorts together or shorter podcasts. I hate to say shorts, Craig, because, you know, shorts were like this thing that we, it's like really old school newspaper. We say sports shorts and they're like briefs and you're like, oh, you got your sports shorts on. It sounds dumb, but I guess we're calling these shorts the shorter podcasts. Um, enjoy them. Let's come up with a better name for these, Craig. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you say shorts, and I, I feel like, you know, being that it's like 68 degrees right now here in middle Tennessee, that I could get some shorts on and just uh, enjoy the nice, cool, uh, cool breeze, okay. but warm weather. Yeah, well, come on. And if you listen to us, hey, there's a billion ways of contacting us. Let us know. Um, again, we, I just came to this one day, but the more I say it, the more weird I feel about it. But hey, let's talk Super Bowl. Uh, we had a segment earlier where we gave our thoughts on the game. But, hey, our team did not make the Super Bowl, so one of the things I get excited about is the halftime show. Uh, this year it was Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and I guess that special guest was none other than 50, 50 Cent. Yeah. All right, oh, briefly, what was your overview? Uh, like, don't like? How would you grade it? Because I always like to grade the Super Bowl halftime shows as yeah. an A, like you'll never forget in your entire life. B, thumbs up. C, eh. D, thumbs down. F, you're like, oh, this sucks. Why did they do it? I would say just a, a solid B. Okay. Um, for me, you know, the, the it was a nice run back through Nostalgia Lane. But I kind of feel like maybe the two people that are the most relevant out of this, this tandem of, or this group of people were Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. And they didn't really seem to get a lot of airtime. Like Eminem had one song. I think Kendrick Lamar had one song. And those are the two artists that are probably most commonly known now in today's society. Not that people don't know who Mary J. Blige is or 50 Cent is or Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre, but I just feel like they had an opportunity to maybe capitalize on Eminem and capitalize on Kendrick Lamar, who's considered one of the best rappers out there right now in the game. And they kind of didn't. So that's why I can't really say it was an unforgettable halftime show. Here's the thing that kind of bugs me. I have nothing against hip hop. It's fine. Just my faith background and other stuff. I don't like being sworn at constantly. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I got to admit, man, my freshman year of college, you know, Dre, uh, I think it was a chronic, his big album, Mm -hmm. and like Snoop, Snoop's first album, were were just coming out. That was like the new thing. And man, I I probably had the whole thing memorized, not from having it myself. But just from you know walking down the hall and you know you hear it blasted all over your all over the dorm and everything, um, so I I liked the music. I didn't like the every other word was the F word, but I'll tell you it was interesting. Uh, from some context I had, obviously at the stadium they couldn't bleep out the, the music, so apparently there was a lot of swearing going on during the halftime show in the stadium. But hey. Craig, we, we were at home, uh, didn't have to listen to swearing. It, I, I was kind of down with the sanitized hip-hop. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good for <laughs> So I don't know. I, I'm old, funny enough. But, yeah. Well, it, it was to be expected that it would be sanitized. I, I, you know, like I said, you know, the 
a lot of familiar music in there. I just, I don't know. I figure, I figured, you know, with Eminem and Kendrick Lamar being there, that they would probably get featured a little bit more. And Maybe. they weren't really as featured featured as much. I mean, Eminem barely got a full song. He really didn't even get a full song. You know, it, so it, it's not a, a memorable Super Bowl halftime show. It would probably be one that you would say, oh, well, did you like it? And I'd say, yeah. But if you said, well, what are the greatest halftime shows out there? I don't know that. Well, I don't know that many would, would really come up, you know, into my mind. But this one definitely wouldn't. But I thought it was fine. I mean, it was nice to to hear, you know, some old old and new school kind of artists that you've maybe grown up with or familiar with at least. Well, and I kind of wondered too, is it, hmm, you raise a good point. I think maybe part of my excitement of it came from that simple great nostalgia part. You know what I mean? Like I enjoyed the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Am I listening to Snoop a lot now? No. Right. Actually, you know, you think about the Snoop from when the album first came out compared to Snoop now. It's almost, and I'm not ripping on Snoop, but Snoop's almost a comedy character, kind of. You know what I mean? Like he's on these, you know, the roast shows, and he's a he's a judge on a like a reality show, you know show and everything. And you're kind of like, hey, Snoop, he makes you laugh at these shows and everything. And he's, I, I he's found this weird partnership with Martha Stewart too, which is kind of yeah. Uh, shed in a new you know he's kind of been shed in a new light which is kind of fun too i think and she's kind of been you know presented in a new light too by by pairing up with snoop so they've kind of had a good mutual partnership there what did you think about the set i thought the set was good because you know you had five main acts i guess and you had like your your guest act and um 50 cent so it almost like you could change up the sets yeah. In each room without having to totally redo the thing every time. Yeah, I thought kind of look cool with the house. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing that, and, and I think the the whatever you want to call the the not the backdrop because it was on the ground, but the the ground covering seemed to be like a cityscape of Los Angeles or Inglewood, yeah. um, which seemed to make sense for the house. At first, I was like, well, why are why are they in like this house? Um, but it, you know, it kind of like you know. I'm assuming it was meant to be sort of like, this is where we're from. You know, this is of course where the Super Bowl's for at. And this is why we were probably, you know, picked as the act for the Super Bowl because they're from Los Angeles. Um, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't like an overly extravagant set, obviously, but I think they utilized it the best they could. And, you know, it probably didn't cost as much as like, say the weekends did or Lady Gaga or Katy Perry, you know, or, or anybody like that. So but it, it seemed like it was it was useful for what they decided to go with. It was functionally impressive, and by that I mean yeah. it was like holy cow, what an amazing, unbelievable set! It was almost like good set because they put good use to it, you know. Like, right. and then here's the other thing, and I'm kind of dumb. I got a little confused here. So you saw Dre at the desk, you know, when it started, you know, it raises up and it gets up, and I'm like, I wonder what this is. Apparently, it was kind of like a mixing board, but I think it was yeah. more part of the set. I mean, they weren't mixing the show from that board. I, I saw some guys playing with it, but I think it was kind of like the acting part of it. It wasn't like they were really mixing. Right. Them. No, they weren't. No. Right. So, yeah, I, I thought it was good. 
I don't know if you noticed this. Um, 50 Cent, I think I think it was kind of like an homage to the um, In the Club video. <laughs> it's funny hearing me talk about you know these old videos. But, um, you know, he was upside down in there. Right. So he comes out upside down. Did you see how he almost kicked the dancer mistakenly? Yeah. <laughs> because it goes to a close-up of his dancer. And I think she kept composure, but she's like, oh, what's going on? Because like he tried, he had to do a little bit of a flip to get down. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. it, I don't know. It, it was weird. I'm sure it wasn't intended that way, but it's funny how the camera angle caught that moment really close up. You know, That was one of the few close-up shots. And uh, it, it, that was kind of weird, but overall, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I agree with you. Know, like, I'm not quite sure about all the song choices or how many songs each of them got, but I, I mean, I was good with it. I mean, nothing really bothered me. Nothing really blew me away. Um, you know, it seemed to be like they wanted to be a Dre Snoop production, so you know they ended up with uh, Dre, and you know, I, I thought it was good. I mean. It was more nostalgia than, hey, these are my favorite songs. But I'll tell you, Craig, what bothered me was the reaction on social media. I mean, some people hated it. And it was one of those things where they're like, well, why'd you hate it? Well, I don't know. And, you know, I hate to call random people on social media racist. But if you hated it, you really couldn't put your finger on why you hated it. Did you hate it because... Most of the people involved were people of color. I, I like. I don't know, Craig. I mean, yeah, it's I, it's hard to say. I mean, you can hate it without being racist. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying just because you didn't like it means you're racist. But what I'm saying is, we need to have a good cross section of America in some more halftime shows. If you're upset that it's not all like somebody's like, yeah, Dolly Parton should have been the performer. I'm like, what? You know, like, <laughs> not that Dolly could never be a halftime performer, yeah. but. Come on, let's let's get people that more people will want to see. I guess um, right. I yeah. Um. Do you have any thoughts of maybe who should be next year? I guess could be yeah. anybody. It's, it's really hard because I mean, it, it seems like if you're going based on the NFL, seems to be like you know you need to be of a certain stature of popularity, right? To, to play the Super Bowl at this point, which in the music industry, I mean, that almost pairs it down to like maybe a half a dozen acts almost, you know, I mean, so you could make right. argument that the weekend probably, even though he had a great year last year and, and was popular and has gained steam over time, you know, you could maybe argue like, is he Super Bowl worthy? So it gets to the point where you're like, well, who's Super Bowl worthy? And I kind of look at people that are like stadium concert series type people. Right. And I think for me, maybe next year, and, you know, I'm sure people will, will get me on, on social media for this, but maybe like Taylor Swift. Like, I don't know if she's played a Super Bowl yet, but she's got the, you know, I don't know if she's got a lot of new music because I know she did the re-recording of her one album, but I feel like, you know, she's got the cachet. To, to be able to be a Super Bowl act, and they've seemed to skew pop with, like, Katy Perry and uh, Beyonce a little bit and um, Bruno Mars. Yeah. So maybe maybe Taylor Swift next year. Well, I, I was thinking that, too, because when you said Sam Rock, I'm like, who is that guy right now? Or guy. <laughs> who is that artist? Yeah. Man or woman or whoever. And 
you know, yeah, Taylor Swift fits the bill. The only other person I was thinking, I'm here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, they were still trying to do a Bieber concert before COVID happened. Mm. I can't believe Bieber would be your Super Bowl halftime. But that that's like, like I'm looking at who they were farming out for that thing. Yeah. Or maybe if you want to go nostalgia, I mean, I, I kind of like the, you know, bringing out, like, like Dre, I don't think Dre's anywhere close to death by any means, but you're bringing out these older acts. You're like, oh, wow, you know, we haven't had Dre and you know, Snoop at Super Bowl before. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, you know, it's kind of hard with Queen because I know they're still performing. And, you know, obviously Freddie Mercury's no longer with us, but could you do like a, a Queen? And, and actually, we're real members of Queen, not like a replica band, but, you know, the Adam Lambert Queen. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard because you've got so many people that watch the Super Bowl that which means you're getting a lot of different people, uh, you know, a very eclectic group of people that are watching the game, which means you kind of need to have a, an act that can sort of transcend all of them. I don't know that this year's act did, but I mean, I like Eminem. I like Dr. Dre and Snoop. But at the same time, I know there are other people that will not. But that could be if you get someone like Taylor Swift or a country music star, for instance, there are going to be people that are not going to like those acts. So, Or, or bring Taylor, bring Dolly Parton out, you know, as your special guest, you know, or your surprise guest or whatever. I mean, that would get, I don't know, it, it'll be interesting. But I, I kind of look at it as... If my team doesn't make it, my team may not make it next year either the way things are looking. Um, hey, irritate me with the Super Bowl halftime show. And, yeah, this wasn't my ultimate one, but this was far from the worst. I thought it was pretty good. All right. Any, uh, any other thoughts? I, I think I think we're good with the Super Bowl halftime show. I think we are, yeah. Well, check out the Ohioan. Thanks for checking us out. Um Look at the things you can do to support us. Lots of ways to support us and share us. Uh, share us with your friends. If you don't like us, share us with your enemies. Just share. It'll, it'll be fun either way. All right. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.